Welcome to Refresh, everyone. Um, Lee is away this week, Boo. and we miss her very much. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> but to keep us company is Chris Payne. Welcome. Hi. How's it going? Good. Good. We're great. <laughs> I saw you guys just like I was waiting say for nothing. Blush I'm to like, say you guys, oh, sorry. nothing. <laughs> You're fine. Good. We miss Lee. Yeah, well. <laughs> Come back. What do we do without a... Oh, boy. Um, so first off, we're going to talk about cellulite and mm-hmm. whether Boo, we can again. get rid of it. Yes. I think no one really likes to talk about this, or I certainly don't, but I thought it would probably be good to write a story about it to A, kind of settle some myths mm-hmm. and also maybe just get the conversation started and, you know, let everyone know that it's normal and yes. it's fine. Because it's fine. Nine out of ten women have it, apparently. Exactly. Exactly. Which I think is outrageous because who is that tenth person? I know. Oh, let's hunt her down Rude. and hurt her. The tenth <laughs> person is Photoshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so true. <laughs> so I spoke to a few dietitians, um, and first of all, yes, it's very normal. It's not a flaw. You're not, you know, imperfect. It's just normal. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it happens is there's a kind of a bunch of um, causes, including genetics. Yay. Um, tissue structure so your fat tissue and connective tissue Mm -hmm. and then you've got kind of like hormones so insulin especially for women we've got you know different hormones at different times of the month and then as well poor blood circulation so Mm, what really uh, yeah that's quite interesting so what i was talking about was whether diet can um help get rid of and no, you can't get rid of cellulite, but you can reduce it and yeah. reduce the appearance of it. Yeah, because it isn't like with fat cells or whatever, mm-hmm. can't you not, once you have them, you can't, you can't ever get, get rid, rid of them, them. which is it's sucks. so mean. So you can reduce so the size I hate of science. them. I know, I know, it's just rude. Science is the worst, yeah. but also the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, hurry up, you know. science, and make yeah. a cellulite zapper. Yeah, is what well, I are, say. There are so, where, does, out there, where, where, where do you think the uh, stigma around cellulite comes from? Like, do we blame the classic targets like Magazine, tabloid mag- yeah. magazines yeah. and Instagram, or like it's well, a, a cultural thing, right? Like, as you say, like yeah. pretty much everyone. I think it. it's Photoshop, like you said, you and know? I think it's associated with like fatness, and it's not. You can be really, really skinny and still have a cellulite. It's exactly. a totally not. But I think it's been linked into like this fat shaming. She's got cellulite, yeah. therefore she's fat, which is not true. Yeah, exactly. like the celebrity pictures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And maybe all the celebrities and, you know, Instagram models are that one out of ten. Who knows? Or maybe mm-hmm. they have it and they're photoshopping the mm-hmm. photos for like three hours. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of, you know, silly to compare us but to so that. diet, can it help well, us? So... Um, if you lose your total body fat, it you know some of it, not all of it, obviously you can it can help reduce the appearance of it. Yeah, it also may not. It really depends on the person. If you you know you've always had stubborn cellulite around you know your thighs or whatever, it might be a little bit hard. But it's mm. always worth trying. So yeah. um, of course, diet and weight loss is very related. So things that you can do to help reduce it, and it's always worth trying because. You know, not just for cellulite, it's good for your overall health. So they always, you know, always, always comes back to eat a healthy, balanced diet. So this mm-hmm. is like eat more vegetables and fruits. Mm-hmm. But specific- I'm starting to think we should rename this podcast <laughs> Eat a Healthy, Balanced Diet. Yes. <laughs> I know. I feel like All your problems record. will be solved. Plus avocados. Avocados yes. a lot. And whispering. <laughs> and whispering. Um, but specifically with fruit and vegetables, um, the antioxidants, um, and especially, I don't know how to pronounce it, it's called like anth- anthocyanin, which is the purple in vegetables. So things like purple mm. sweet potato or like beetroot and berries, 
that oh cool yeah that may help in the appearance of cellulite okay so eat purple to, yeah go eggplant give it, a, give it a whirl yeah exactly um other things you know protein um go for fish nuts seeds she even mentioned bone broth for those essential amino acids wow mm, bone broth mm, i know that's what you want to have coming into mm-hmm. summer just knock down <laughs> so that true. delicious mug of bone you broth imagine just like sitting down mm, i'm having this bone, bone broth for my broth. cellulite <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i know um and then of of course, like whole grains, um, reducing simple, you know, those processed carbs um, and just watch your portion sizes. So, I don't know, oh, give yeah, it a go. If yeah. it doesn't work, then who cares? We all have to of that. Yeah, embrace yeah. it. You know? So, it turns out the answer to, you know, pretty much all health things is be healthy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Doesn't that suck? That makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Um, Blatch. Yes. Why should fights with your partner only last three minutes? Yeah. So, this was interesting. I originally set to, out to write this article in terms of like how you should argue with your partner because, you know, arguments happen, even mm-hmm. the most loved up, blissed out couples, you know, you have your fights. And I was talking to my relationship expert, Melissa Ferrari, and then she just dropped out of nowhere that you should not, any fight that goes longer than three minutes is like, you're not achieving anything past three minutes. And I was like, that is when I'm getting started. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Anyway, the reason behind it is apparently after three minutes, you should have kind of made your most important points and everything. And otherwise, now you're just like rehashing. Bringing your, stuff from the past yeah, or past arguments. And exactly. And it's not actually bringing the argument forward so anymore. Yeah. But then it's it, like the first three minutes of the argument are never really <laughs> what it's about. Yeah, yeah I know. Maybe, maybe that's her point. If you have more frequent three-minute arguments. You're not letting those things build up. Yeah, yeah. And, and so you're, you're actually just it. addressing the thing rather than... And you're fighting like, in the right way. Why are you yeah. eating that banana when it's really about something you didn't do six months ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, banana. Let's oh, cut oh. out the passive-aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And she was talking about um, how the in terms of fighting, you should be aiming for a win-win outcome, which I thought was really interesting because she said it's not about... If you're fighting, so... Um, you can be right and your partner is wrong or mm. you win and your partner loses. She's like, that's really a terrible way to be fighting. You want to get to a place where you resolve it. And so you and both be like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And that's when, oh, CP, you don't, you don't <laughs> I'm just reviewing many past situations. <laughs> I, I always thought winning was good. Um, <laughs> can I ask a question? Yeah. How does this fit into the, you know, the well-worn cliche, never go to bed angry? I guess it kind of does, right? Because if you go to bed yeah, angry, true. that's probably you're letting that thing go on a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So maybe there is something to that idea. Yeah. And then you've, you'd imagine also that you haven't reached that win-win state. If you, one of you is going to bed angry, mm-hmm. then it's not resolved. Yeah. And it's, it's dragging out longer than day. three minutes. Yeah, exactly. And other tips, I mean, not tips, but I mean, you know <laughs> what? Fighting I'm, tips. Fighting tips. <laughs> Don't go to How bed to angry. How to tear each other apart. Don't go to bed angry. Save it for the morning. <laughs> she said, if you're having an argument, um, and I thought this was really interesting, she said, face each other. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, do you know how many pe- like times one. that you've... Argue in the car when you're not looking uh, at each other, or one or, of you's in the bathroom and one of you is in the kitchen or something. Yeah, and she was saying so, if you act, cause, and then you miss out on all these like emotional cues that the other so person true. 
could be dropping or you might have realised that you've said something that actually really you've hurt them far. or, you know, etc. So fight face to face. Guys, in- Brian Adams was trying to tell us something. <laughs> Look into my eyes. Oh, wow. You, sorry. We've gone into radio, not oh even a God. podcast anymore. Um, so- sorry, Brian. Anyway, hi, if you're listening. Argue in person, so not texting, not over the phone, and don't say things you'll regret. Um, even though you might feel like you've won in that second, you don't want to really like you know hurt hurt your partner. That's no. not going to be a good resolution to anyone. And if it's something big, like really big, and you really angry, take time to calm down before you yeah 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 before you launch into it. So Have a bit of a woozer before you you know. Oh man, it all sounds hard. A woozer. Yeah, like woozer, you know. Okay. New word coined by Blush. <laughs> life goal, bring more woozer into my life? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. And in this seamless segue, we'll move on to a... Um, <laughs> oh, God. This is an article that Lee actually wrote. Is it safe to eat your own placenta? CP, what are your thoughts? I'm sorry. How the hell was that a segue? <laughs> How do we go from it was seamless? To, mm, placenta. <laughs> That's what I was saying. It's a seamless. Well, how can you seamlessly segue to placenta maybe, consumption? Maybe the couple were arguing about whether or not to eat. Wait, the placenta. Yeah, holy. Let me answer Bring your question with a question. What do you think about <laughs> eating placenta? I think it's so dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does the science say? But the science says. Um, so this is obviously Lee's story, but um, the science says that there's no proven. Um, benefits, basically. Although anecdotally, there have been some people who have been like, no, like I didn't do it with my firstborn and I felt terrible, but I did it with my secondborn and I felt great. So, But in terms of the hard science, there's no actual like reports or research that back it up. Mm. And it can even be dangerous. Yeah, Yeah. is it risky? Yeah, it can be. So, So, yeah, it's not even like we should be saying if that's your thing, go for it. Like if it's actually harmful. So, Lee mentioned one of the case studies there was was a woman, um, I think, in the US and there was actually bacteria in the placenta pills and that was really dangerous for, Mm. you know, both her um, and the baby. How is it consumed? Um, so in pill form, yeah, it can get like dried out, yeah, dehydrated, and, and then crushed and, and put okay. into capsules. Or um, other people have it in like smoothies. And oh, I'm sorry, I, like I don't want to be like rude, but it's just the even like the thought of eating placenta is bad. Yeah, well, the, the, one of the arguments is like the, the people who are pro say that because like all other animals do it yeah but but then on the other hand the reason that they do it is to like mask the get rid of the evidence get rid of the evidence of the birth because obviously predators like to eat yet again animals aren't people we can't try and make them people and we can't try and make us animals exactly Exactly. and also like imagine if someone just whipped up a cheeky placenta smoothie (laughs) and you go to use the blender afterwards and you're like this this is a little tastes a little tart But and I also before we move on, I also read that in the process of um, like dehydrating it oh, yeah, and everything, true. all the nutrients that mm-hmm. potentially could be in mm. there could be but lost. They're t- but they're lost by the time it gets to a pill right. form. So I don't know, ladies. Just I mean, if it works for them, and you know, it makes that whole transition. Talk to your doctor. Easier, then uh, yeah, talk to your obstetrician. Talk I'm to on your- the fence. Like I'm grossed out, at, but at the same time, I'm like, if it works for some people, then great. But I don't know if it does. It, will, it could have a placebo know. effect. I don't know. Yeah, but placebo effect's quite strong in itself, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Anyway. Anyway, talk to oh. a medical professional if you're thinking about it. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, if it could be harmful, 
you know. Is it worth it? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, on a lighter note, um, apple cider vinegar, is yes. it good for you? Has mm-hmm. anyone incorporated apple cider vinegar? Yes. Yes. Yep. How? I'm putting my, I don't know why I just raised my hand on a podcast. <laughs> we see you. <laughs> we see you. It's for you guys. Um, I've used it in salad. Me too. And oh. I've also done the whole like mix it with your water in the morning yeah. with like lemon and. Have you? Wow. Salad. That's very refreshing. Well, right. Yeah, this is back when I used to do things like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess I just did it because I heard that it yeah. was a thing. I, well, I, I, don't, I can't say I can report any benefits yeah. or whatever, but I, it's one of those things you do. Well, I think it's quite yeah. delicious in a salad. As yeah, a it's pretty, yeah. And pretty that's, two, that's two good ways to consume it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I spoke to a few dietitians about this and we basically just went into... What are the benefits and whether they're actually backed up by science? Yep. And quite a lot of them actually are. I was quite surprised. Um, so the main one was um, helping with um, blood insulin levels. So this is quite mm. important for people with diabetes or um, who are insulin resistant. So oh, wow. it can actually help with that. And That's as, really interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. And as a result, it can also help with um, your feeling of fullness. So in that way, it can actually um, help you lose weight. Wow, great. That's a good one. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's pretty cool. Um, and what else we talked about? So we talked about, um, I don't know if you've heard about this, the mother, which is in the kind of unfiltered organic ones. Okay. Is, Have you heard about this? Is this? No. This kind, is like kind I, of similar to kombucha. You know that, that was, was stringy my question. stuff? Uh, uh-huh. So that's like the um, the probiotics and it's got like the live enzymes and that's supposed to be one of the oh, best yeah. things about apple cider vinegar. So are you looking for like a cloudier? Yes, go for a cloudier one yeah. if you are having it. Yeah. Definitely. So is that good for like gut health? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's a small amount, but mm-hmm. um, I think with in conjunction with other things like whatever healthy eating and maybe some probiotics or yogurt, mm-hmm. I can think it could definitely help. Um, but you don't want to have too much of it because it can actually erode your tooth enamel. Um, and if you have gastrointestinal issues, it can actually worsen it because it's quite acidic. Yeah. So like you guys mentioned, have it in a salad, you know, mix it with some olive oil mm. or have it in like a drink with, with water or some berries or something and water it down a little bit. But yeah, science, some science, not all science, but you know, there is some scientific evidence that but shows that it is good. It is pretty good. I think, and it's tasty. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, put it on a salad. It's exactly. a good alternative to a dressing. Maybe if you're thinking about yeah. drinking it straight, seek some advice. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Well put. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I've been writing a couple of travel stories lately. I, I think I've got itchy feet. But um, <laughs> this one is about is it too late to go away, like to book a holiday for after Christmas? Because, you know, a lot of businesses closed down in that two-week period. There are three public holiday days, so you mm-hmm. have to take less annual leave. It's obviously a really popular time to get away. And if you're thinking – oh, I haven't booked anything, but oh, is it too late? The good news is it's not. You can still get some really great deals. But you have to book now. You're cutting <laughs> now it. Oh, now. Yeah. It's <laughs> November, guys. Yeah, you're cutting it fine. You've still got time, but like just. <laughs> you have to book it now and also, you know, discuss with your workplace people if, you know, yeah. can have the time off. Oh, yeah, that's true. For example. <laughs> If this is your way of asking for extra leave. Yeah. But We've got you it. don't have to write a story. You can just come and talk to me. Um, yes. No. So, I've already booked my holiday. I'm good. But But um, So, yeah. Um, get onto it now because November has got some good deals. Um, in terms of other ways to keep down costs, try um, and fly back in mid-January. Smart. Mm-hmm. Which is really clever because yep. so many people, myself included, rush, you know, they come back to rush to go back to work. If you... Yep. 
actually, if you prolong your holiday, mm. you can get cheaper flights. It is a win-win. And we're really bad at taking leave in this country, so <laughs> it's you probably yeah, actually have the week to spare. Yeah, Exactly. So might as well use it and save some money. Exactly. Be flexible. Like if you can, I mean, this might not be an option for people with kids, but if you can fly on Christmas Day, that's a really good way to get cheaper flights. Mm. Um, And in terms of exactly where to go, I spoke to some travel experts. There's some great deals domestically on Port Macquarie, Broadbeach, on the Gold Coast and Cairns. Um, Western Australia is a good one. And outside, we're seeing um, people go to the Philippines, Hawaii, and Vietnam. So Hawaii? there are some. Oh, people. wow. Yeah. yeah. So Vietnam can recommend. Yeah. Probably pretty hot, though. Oh, Christmas. yeah. Awesome, is Very what I say. Tropical. That's so good. <laughs> Delicious. I love uh, the heat. I love it, too. Oh, my goodness. Okay, great. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. Uh, remember to listen to our other podcasts on the HuffPost Network. We've got Breaking the Ice and HuffPost Humans. Mm-hmm.